it's okay to, to tweak it here and there. But after a while, you want to make sure you, you stay consistent because you lose branding if, if say, every, every episode has a different intro music. That's just not going to work well. You're listening to Podcast Insider, hosted by Mike Dell, Todd Cochran, and Mackenzie Bennett from the Blueberry Team, bringing you weekly insights, advice, and insider tips and tricks to help you start, grow, and thrive through podcasting, all with the support of your team here at Blueberry Podcasting. Welcome. Let's dive in. I'm Mackenzie Bennett, Marketing Specialist here at Blueberry. And I'm Mike Dell, VP of Customer Relations here at Blueberry. Today, we're all about the intros and outros for your show. Crafting a memorable podcast intro and outro is probably one of the more fun things for your show. It's something that you get to decide and potentially work on with someone else who might be better at said music than you are. So I think it's something that you can refresh every once in a while too. Yeah. The, the thing about intros and outros, some people go way overboard. <laughs> <laughs> They'll play three minutes of music or something and talk over it and all this. And there is something about keeping it somewhat concise and making it, I don't know, how would you put that? Where you go, where you headed here? Well, it was just like branding. Okay. So when you hear this show, you usually hear one of us start talking and then mm -hmm. you hear our theme music and it's always kind of the same. Yeah. You're, you associate that with us. Yeah. That's exactly what we want in our memorable intro and outro. You You guys just heard our intro, and it has been the same for a while now. Yeah. And we, of course, we switch up who reads the intro at every, every episode, depending on who's hosting and all that. And that's kind of a thing that we do. And, and that goes along with the branding. But you want to make sure that when people start playing your episode, because a lot of times they throw you in a playlist and they really don't know which, what episode or what show that they're listening to next. And that's always a good thing. Another thing is it, when people build them, build you into their lives, they are comforted somewhat. I'm not reading off the notes here, but <laughs> like I listen to a lot of shows and I know a certain show comes out at a certain time, a certain day. And when I hit play on that episode and I hear that familiar, how it begins, that's awesome. I like it. Then I know that it just feels good. It feels like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to be listening to right now. Yeah. I think one of those things, too, is finding, like, you, you kind of have an idea of what your audience is going to like in terms of that intro, whether it is the music or if you're keeping it funny, if you're keeping it very serious, that is the information that you're going to tailor it to. But also a really good way to get that information is to do an audience survey. You're doing this right off the bat. You're doing it based on your gut of what you think your audience would want. And then sometimes people look at their audience survey results and they are surprised. Yeah, oh, for sure. And, and ask your audience too. That's the other thing. Just flat out ask. It's, this is an audio platform. If we want to know something about you that or have you answer a question, we're just going to say, hey, what do you think of this? Or 
that kind of thing. Some audience members will, will email us or whatever, but don't be afraid to, to kind of get to know your audience and tailor what you're doing with your intros or outros to what kind of feedback you're getting. Don't change everything all at once unless you're doing a complete re- rebranding, but uh, we'd cover that in other episodes. But tweak this or that. Just get it get it to where it's close enough every time that they know what show they're listening to or what show they just listened to or something like that. And they don't have to be pre-recorded intros either. That's the other thing. I think they're, yeah, you can have both or you can do just the live every time. It just depends on what you want to do. Exactly. A lot of times that's with, with my personal shows, I always just first thing they hear is my voice without music and sound effects. Okay. But then if I do have some sort of an intro, I'll do like a cold open, then an intro that might be pre-recorded or have some music behind it or something like that. And then I go right into the content. Some other people will use that intro to really tell the story of how the episode's going to flow. I think an example that I'm familiar with is from This American Life, where they have usually a handful of different segments that are incredibly different stories, but they all are on the same topic or very niche thought that they are doing for this episode. So they kind of, in that intro, try to give you like a mysterious way of how are how is all of this going to come together for this thing that we're really trying to do a deep dive in so i think that can be a fun way to start the show they're the quintessential npr style podcasts and that's what they do well yep they create that intrigue at the beginning like well how in the heck does hot dogs and frisbees relate (laughs) yes you you often are able to forget what the topic is you're just invested in whatever story is happening for this eight minutes. And then in the 30 seconds in between the next story, they're like, okay, here's what we were talking about again. Now here's a different example of it. So it's a fun way to tease for throughout the episode. And you can include music and sound effects, but it's it's a little tricky sometimes finding music that's legal. So remember that. Make sure that you're getting it from a source that, that allows it to be used in podcasting. Todd famously always says he his first episode intro music was ACDC. <laughs> that is no longer online. No, it should not be. <laughs> but back when all this started, we didn't know any better. So we were just playing whatever we had. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you really don't want to have anything distracting. Again, like I said, with mine, I always like it to be my voice is the first thing you hear when you hit play. I do have a little bit of branding going on afterwards. And like with this one, we have that cold open. So our voices, and it's most of the time one of us three. (laughs) But sometimes if we have a guest, we might have a guest be the cold open. You just never know. Oftentimes people will pay someone to record their their intro, like they're just kind of the one that we were talking about earlier of that's what people recognize from like branding standpoint. And then you get into your own personalized intro. And that is just the same thing as music. Make sure that you're 
paying for something that has all of the ways that is allowed to be streamed, downloaded, used in perpetuity. Make sure you're just legally set on that front because it can go poorly just the way that music can. Yeah, I have a friend who's a voiceover artist and whenever he's warming up, or not whenever, but sometimes when he's warming up for a session, he'll record intros for me. <laughs> so it's kind of fun. You know, it just is little funny uh, sayings and whatnot. And he's very, uh, very comedic, but it's just fun. Every once in a while, I'll get this, this file full of voiceovers from, uh, from Mark practicing. Yeah. <laughs> so, but hiring somebody to do it there, there's lots of good voiceover people out there and various costs. You, you can do it on Fiverr. I've had pretty good luck with that find somebody on there that you like the sound of their voice or, or you're going for a certain thing and then have them just do a, a dry recording for you. And then you can put in music or sound effects or whatever to a pre-recorded. So that it can be on inexpensive and it adds a little bit of professionalism. It definitely does. We We wanted to say for the outros as well that this is your chance to leave a lasting impression on your listeners. And that includes just like the intros, a pre-recorded outro, as well as anything that you want to add at the end after you've really discussed all of your topics or whatever it is. That combination is a call to action, probably for your podcast saying like, please listen and subscribe or tell your friends or something like that, as well as that wrap up of your actual content. Don't be afraid to experiment a little bit. That's the other thing, especially when you're first starting or or whatever. Experiment a little bit with the intro until you get what you like or what your audience likes. It's okay to, to tweak it here and there. But after a while, you want to make sure you, you stay consistent because you lose branding if, if say, every, every episode has a different intro music. That's just not going to work well. Honestly, that reminds me of when people use different artwork for each mm -hmm. episode. If it's if it's something that you're going to do, do it. You can be known for that <laughs> or you can be known for not being on top of it. Yeah. yeah one, of, one of the other things with outros in general is a lot of times your listeners will get used to how your outro start, how you how you wrap things up. And that might cause them to bail out early. So changing it up a little bit sometimes for the outro might be, might be fun. Surprise them. Hey, I got something else here. Yeah. The best practice for intros and outros is just definitely try to be consistent. At least with the intro, sometimes the outro is fun to play with. But, you know, once, once you get nailed down what you like, hang with it for a while. I mean, you can make incremental changes now and again, you know, that's, that's cool. Or a total rebrand once in a while probably doesn't hurt anything because it doesn't take very long for you, you know, your listeners to get used to the new music or the new this or the new that. I watch a YouTube channel that I think they've changed their intro about once a year. That's not bad. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of like, oh, what, what that's, what's happening here? And then to two or three episodes in, I'm like, eh, it's okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we, we're all used to it with TV show intros changing from season to season. This is very similar 
And then also it's fun to include, like, I, I think that everyone that worked on the episode should be included in the credits, whether you actually verbally say that on the podcast or keep it in the show notes. But I think everyone should credits tag in our blueberry system. Yeah. The blueberry, it's a, it's a podcast 2.0 feature, right? Yes. Yes. And uh, you can producer, chief bottle washer, host, guests, whatever. You could put a bunch of different titles in there and those show up on the, the podcasting apps, but it's really nice to put it right in your show notes as well. I think it's just the right thing to do. <laughs> you know, give people their due. Right. Here's a question we didn't cover here in our notes, but I, I've got a question. Do you absolutely need an intro or an outro? You mean like a pre-recorded one? Or any sort of intro or outro. What about just flipping the mic on and start talking? People are going to have to be much better on the mic than they expect they should be. <laughs> it's, it's not easy. It is very difficult going right off the cuff like that, r like diving right. into it. You have to entice them. Or say something simple, like if we wanted to change this one to just, just not have much of an intro, we could just say, hey, welcome to Podcast Insider, blah, 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 here we go, instead of having some big production. And, and that's, that's the thing. And a lot of people think, oh, I got to have theme music. I've got to have this. I've got to have that. Well, what about just reading it? I would still call that an introduction, though. Yeah, yeah, but I mean a simplified one instead of you know something highly produced. Like, welcome to the show. Today we're talking about this and let's go. Yeah, <laughs> you know, or I think that's perfectly fine, especially for people who are just anxious to get started and feel like they're like, oh, no, that's that seems like a lot to do. Just do that. Yeah, go with this version that Mike is explaining right now. It is absolutely doable. Just going straight into the topic difficult doing hi this is so-and-so with the show and starting great no well, that's probably the you know at least you want to identify yourself because somebody might just stumble upon it and not know yeah i would be curious to know like how long into an episode when you were doing an, an intro do people drop out like if they are trying your show for the first time and they just absolutely hate the introduction and they immediately scrub through it just to look for the actual subject topic, because they know that for like TV of how long are people going to last and how long do you have to like, how many episodes do you have to hook them? That type of stuff. I would love to see numbers on that for a podcast, but I don't know how that happens. Yeah, I don't know either, but it would be interesting. Anyway, the final thing here that I'll actually read. <laughs> <laughs> Crafting engaging podcast intros and outros is an art form that requires creativity and strategic thinking and a deep understanding of your audience. Remember, your intro and outro are bookends to your podcast episodes, leaving lasting impressions on your listeners. Experiment, refine, and make them as memorable as your content itself. How's that for reading? Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I think we've got this one covered. Let's listen to the outro here in a sec. Sounds good, Mike. Catch you next week. Thanks for joining us. Come back next week. And in the meantime, head to podcastinsider.com for more information. To subscribe, share, and read our show notes. 
Check out the latest suite of services and learn how Blueberry can help you leverage your podcast. Visit Blueberry.com. That's Blueberry without the ease because we can't afford the ease.